Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is the Word of Podcast, a program where we discuss you versions, Bible verse of the day. Congratulations, the year 2023 is moving quickly and we thank God for his mercies towards us. In just a few hours, we'll be in the second half of the year and I encourage us to spend time giving thanks to God for what he has done for you. I'm Matthew Ogers, your host, and it's my pleasure to share with you today. In today's episode, we'll be looking at the above and beyond power of God. The above and beyond power of God. Without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. It reads, Now unto him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. I read the Amplified Version for emphasis. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly more than all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Lovely scripture. The book of Ephesians chapter 3 was loaded with heartfelt prayer by the apostle to the Ephesian church. He prayed for boldness. He talked about the mystery of Christ and prayed that the people would be strengthened in Christ and grow in love and knowledge and understanding of God's will. And when he got to the end of that chapter, verses 20 and 21, which we will explore today, was a way for him to say, you have heard me pray about these great and mighty things for you, and you're wondering how these things would be. But our God is able to do this and even more. So searching scriptures, we find that there is a pattern that whenever God says to humans he's going to do something, we try to work out how he's going to do it in our small minds. And we're rational beings, so I get that. We see this when God appeared to Abraham at the age of 99 and said to him he would have a son by his wife Sarah. Abraham laughed, wondering how this would be. Similarly, God appeared to Sarah through the angels shortly after his encounter with Abraham. He said to Sarah, who was aged 90 at the time, that she was going to bear Abraham a son. And guess what? Sarah laughed as well. And thirdly, the angel of God appeared to a young virgin called Mary and said she was going to have a son without the role of man being played. That means she was going to remain a virgin and bear a son. Mary wondered how this would be, and she was informed how by the angel. He said, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. We see in these three instances situations that appear impossible. Now let's consider Abraham and Sarah, 90-year-old woman with her 99-year-old husband being told by God, that they would have a child. What's more impossible to be said in human terms? But we must remember that the God we serve 
is not human. God is not human. God is God and is not limited by the limitations of men. The impossibilities of humans are nothing for the Almighty God. We must keep reminding ourselves that God is bigger than our troubles. We used to sing a song growing up which says, Bigger than all my problems, bigger than anything. God is bigger than any mountain I can or cannot see. I don't know what seems like a mountain before you, but the Bible says in Zechariah 4 and 7, Who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? If I were you, I would change Zerubbabel and put my name in there and read it this way. Who are you, O mountain, before Matthew or Joss? When we say mountain, it is symbolic of anything that will not let you make progress, anything hindering you from moving forward that could be sickness or some limitation of some sort. For Abraham and Sarah, the mountain was barrenness. God had promised them that through them would the nations of the earth be blessed. But the mountain made it appear like it was never going to happen, which led Sarah to suggest her maid to Abraham and that resulted in Ishmael being born. I believe there's a lesson here to be learned on how to deal with situations that appear difficult. Abraham is not called the father of faith just for the sake of it. Let's examine what he did and see how we can tap into the exceedingly, abundantly, far above working power of God. Romans chapter 4 and verse 19 gives us the insider story of what Abraham did while Genesis gave us the headline. So let's look at Romans. Romans 4.19 says, Without weakening in his faith, Abraham faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet, he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. Watch this. In life, we're faced with the fact of life and the truth of God's word. Your reality depends on which you hold true. The fact of life could be the things which you're faced with at present, which the word of God describes as temporal, that is, the things that are seen. But there's something greater and even more powerful, the truth which God's word describes as eternal. These are two realms and two realities. Whichever one you hold on to becomes your experience, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We should learn to download and enforce the blueprint of God's truth for us. Believe it so much that nothing can take it away from you. Abraham was not walking in denial. He faced the fact that he was old, which was why he laughed in Genesis 17, stating both their ages, but he esteemed God's truth above that fact, above that reality. So faith is not walking in denial. It is facing the fact of life, but enforcing God's truth until it becomes your reality. 
One of the ways to increase the strength of your faith is to set your gaze on the truth of the word of God and give God glory. So you begin to see yourself in the reality of God's truth. Don't let the current circumstance weigh you down. As verse for today says, Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly more than all we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. God is able to do above and beyond your request according to his will. He does this through the workings of the power of his spirit in us. The Holy Spirit is God's channel for releasing his power upon his people. Jesus Christ speaking to his disciples said to them, Wait until you are clothed with power from on high. By this he referred to the baptism of the Holy Spirit which they received on the day of Pentecost. When the scriptures say according to his power at work within us, this means according to the extent of the Holy Spirit which you have and allow to be expressed within you. Be reminded that we can be filled with the Holy Spirit. And when we talk about measure, being filled, that means you can have, um, you can be less full or you can be empty. You get what I mean? So for someone who is not filled with the Holy Spirit, what they can do is limited. What God can do in them is limited. Remember, the apostles were only able to do so much without the infilling of the Holy Spirit. But when the day of Pentecost came, they were empowered by the Holy Spirit to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what they could ever imagine. The Holy Spirit works in us to bring us into the center of God's will and releases God's power through us wherever we are. The verse ended by saying to him, be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever. It is important that we give God the glory for the workings of his power through us. This helps us remember that it is not about us, but about God. God is able to do. God is able to do, not you, not not your pastor, not your vicar, not your brother, but God is able to do. So you're encouraged today to put your hope in God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what you've penned down in your prayer request book, which no one else can see. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you for your word. We're reminded of your ability to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what we ask, think, or imagine. We thank you because you're a dependable God. You're one who does not fail. You're one who cannot fail. So we put our hope and trust in you. Help us to experience the fullness of your spirit and help us to experience the fullness of your power. We give you thanks. We open ourselves up to be filled with the Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, dear Lord, for we know you love us and we love you in return. In Jesus' name, I release God's blessing upon your week as you go into this week. Experience God's fullness. Experience the power of the Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into the Word Up podcast today. We hope you've been blessed and inspired by God's Word. If you've got any questions or comments, you could leave them at the comment section below or email us at worduppodcast21 at gmail.com. Worduppodcast21 at gmail.com. We'll be delighted to read from you. You can also do well by letting us know where you're listening from and how this program has blessed you. See you next time for another exciting and inspiring episode of the Word Up podcast. God bless you.